Welcome to News Kids. I'm Rose. And I'm Zara. And together we're presenting this weekly podcast about what's going on in our world today. Each week we cover top stories across world news, politics, science, technology, entertainment and arts. Hi, it's Rosem, introducing our last podcast episode of this season. This week, we are talking about the G7 Summit, what's happening to leftover vaccines, plastic pollution, and we review the new movie, Cruella. After this week, we're taking a break for the summer holidays, and we'll be back in September for a new season. Stay safe, everyone! Hi, it's Rose here. Last week, a very important meeting took place called the G7 Summit, which sees the world leaders from the seven most powerful countries in the world gather to talk about big global issues. This year, the G7 took place in Cornwall, in the coastal village of Carbis Bay, near St Ives, which Prime Minister Boris Johnson described as the perfect location such a crucial summit. The G7 is made up of seven countries, the UK, the United States, Germany, France, Canada, Italy and Japan. They are part of a group of countries who try to work together on important matters such as climate change, recovery from the coronavirus pandemic and global poverty. Representatives from Australia, India, South Korea and the EU will also be at the events as guests. The meeting in Cornwall will be first face-to-face G7 meeting since the pandemic started. Last year's event, which was due to take place in the US, took place online. The G7 leaders discussed important issues like how to respond to future pandemics, forming the Carbis Bay Declaration, which sets out various commitments to try and prevent the kind of chaos caused by COVID-19 happening again. Climate change was also high up on the agenda, with David Attenborough addressing the G7 on Sunday. However, Brexit continued to be a distraction as some of the talks focused on the recent exit of the UK from the EU. There was a significant security presence in Carpus Bay for the week to keep the world leaders safe, with the Royal Navy keeping watch on affairs from the bay. The small town saw the arrival of President Biden's car called the Beast, a specially built armoured Cadillac weighing around 8 tonnes. Whilst the G7 leaders had their meetings, the leaders' wives, including Boris's new wife, Carrie, and First Lady Jill Biden, were seen to be touring local schools and charities. Hello, this is Isa. This week, the UK Prime Minister said that the UK will donate more than 100 million coronavirus vaccines to poorer countries. 5 million doses will be given by the UK by the end of September, with 25 million more by the end of the year. He made this announcement before the G7 summit that Rose has been covering. He said, as a result of the UK's vaccine programme, we are now in position to share some of our surplus doses with those who need them. In doing so, we will take a massive step toward beating this pandemic for good. The US President Joe Biden also promised to donate a lot of vaccines, saying that he will send 500 million doses of the Pfizer vaccine to 92 low- and middle-income countries and to the African Union, which is a group of African countries. Mr Biden said, Our vaccine donations don't include pressure for favours or potential concessions. We are doing this to save lives. These donations will be made through COVAXIN, which is the international scheme designed to ensure that low-income countries are not left behind in the fight against COVID. 
Everyone is hoping that the donations of vaccines will help prevent the spread of the virus around the world. And by preventing the spread, it also stops the emergence of new variants. Hi, it's Chloe here. This week, a new and very worrying report was released, talking about the major problem of plastic pollution in rivers and seas. Scientists analysed lists of more than 12 million pieces of litter found in and around rivers, oceans, shorelines and the seafloor all around the world. They found 8 out of 10 items listed were made of plastic and almost half of this plastic litter related to take out food and drinks. Single-use food containers and wrappers and plastic bags made up the biggest share. The leader of the study, Dr. Carmen Morales of the University of Cadiz in Spain, said it was shocking to find out that bags, bottles, food containers and cutlery were the wrappers. Account for almost half of the human made objects. We found them in rivers, in the deep seabeds, on shorelines and floating off our coasts. Measures to cut plastic pollution have focused on things like plastic straws, cotton buds and drink stirrers, which are relatively easy to replace with degradable materials. The researchers say these actions are positive, but they also recommend tackling plastic used in take food and drink. Writing in the journal Nature Sustainability, they suggest three possible strategies for tackling the problem. Number one, reduce plastic and take out food and drink. Ban plastic that can be avoided. Think of ways to encourage shoppers to return take out plastic items. A separate study found between 307 and 925 million items of floating litter travel along European rivers to the sea each year, with the majority being plastic. Hello, this is Zara. This week, I watched the latest Disney movie, Cruella. Now, Cruella de Vil and her dogs come from a very popular movie called 101 Dalmatians. And in this new movie, which is set in the 1970s, London viewers are given a bit of an explanation of her horrible behaviour. Cruella isn't her real name. Her real name is Estella. Estella was an author who was quite an unusual person, but whose dream was to be a fashion designer. The day she met two thieves changed her life forever. In the movie, Estella's mother dies and she goes on to make many, many friends, but also a mortal enemy. She has a great eye for style and is eventually hired by the fashion designer Baroness von Hellman, who is played by Emma Thompson. The Baroness is a control freak, but is the closest thing that Estella has to her mentor and mother. There are lots of incidents throughout the movies about the rivalry between the two women and Estella's quest to become the top fashionista in London, leading her to embrace her wicked side and become Cruella. I really enjoyed watching this movie, partly because it's a great movie in my opinion, but also because I hadn't actually been to the cinema for more than a year. My favourite character was Estella, also known as Cruella, Although she appears to have lots of psychological problems, I love that she became more and more independent throughout the years, even without her mother. I was also intrigued by the way in which Cruella's black and white hair plays such a big role in the movie. Now, Cruella was only released quite recently, on May 28th, and is still on at the cinema, at least here in the UAE. Did you know the movie has also been published as a book with hidden pictures from the movie? If you prefer reading to watching, then this book may be perfect for you. 
that's all for this week. I hope you enjoyed the show. We'll be back in September. But for now, stay safe, everybody. Goodbye.